Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. New South Wales residents are being told to be on high alert as the COVID outbreak spreads while the country has recorded a new variant of the virus. Let's go live to our reporters, first to seven news reporter Marley Hogan on Sydney's northern beaches. And Marley, cases are now emerging beyond that bubble. Good morning, Eddie. They are, and authorities are now warning that the threat of the virus spreading in the Greater Sydney area is now almost equal to the threat here on the northern beaches. One in three cases linked to the Avalon cluster are now lo- uh, now located outside of this area. Now, there were three new cases reported yesterday, and of those three cases, they were all linked to the Avalon cluster, and thankfully, all of those people were in isolation when they were diagnosed. But three other cases popped up after the reporting period, and those are the cases of concern. They are located outside of this area. One in the city's northern suburbs, one in the inner west and one down in Wollongong. Authorities are working to try and trace the source of that infection to link them and see if they can link them here to the northern beaches. But everyone in Wollongong is being urged to go forward and get a test if they're showing symptoms. It's very concerning how this individual appears to have had some connections with the northern beaches. We're on the on, on the case now with New South Wales Health and Council will support uh, them in any way possible to, uh, to bring this situation under control. Testing numbers have been declining. There were only around 16,000 in the last 24 hours yesterday. Now, the Chief Health Officer wants to see that number climb to around 30,000. High testing rates will give her confidence that they are picking up undetected cases of COVID in the community. Now, for some good news for Sydney, we have managed to hold on to the test. The third test will be played at the SCG. Officials saying they are happy with the way the government has been handling COVID in this state. Guys? Good news, Marley. Now let's head north to 7 News reporter Tamara Bow on the Gold Coast. Tamara, a new virus strain has arrived from South Africa. Brett, this is a major development in Queensland's fight against the coronavirus. This latest strain, it's a mutant strain, the first of its kind here in Australia, and it certainly has health officials on high alert. But they say there is no cause for concern. This new strain from South Africa was detected in a return traveller who arrived home from overseas. She flew into Brisbane on the 22nd of December and was sent straight into hotel quarantine where she returned a positive result. She's since been moved to the Sunshine Coast University Hospital where she's receiving treatment. Now this new strain from South Africa is believed to be the most contagious so far in the world. Uh, Health authorities are saying they believe it could be the cause of a more aggressive second wave in that country. 
this strain as well as the strain that's arisen in the UK seem to be more transmissible, so more infectious. Um, and that's a concern. It's also a reason to not be complacent about vaccination in Australia and to speed things up a bit. And while the Chief Health Officer here in Queensland says, yes, it is a cause for concern, they believe that all necessary procedures are in place to contain this spread. And it also highlights the importance of a really strong uh, uh, hotel quarantine program that is in place here in Queensland as well, guys. All right, Tamara and Miley, thank you. Security guards at Perth's COVID hotels have been given the power to take down and arrest quarantine breaches effective immediately. The state government ordered an urgent review after a traveller's high-profile breakout over the weekend. All guards will now be better trained to deal with high-risk situations and more barriers will be in place at all quarantine hotels. New South Wales is on high alert after three mystery COVID-19 cases were identified outside of the Northern Beaches cluster. The cases include a resident in Wollongong, one in Sydney's inner west and another in the northern suburbs, all who had visited the CBD. This month, more than 40 cases have been detected outside the Northern Beaches, raising concerns that more restrictions could be on the way for Greater Sydney. And joining me now is epidemiologist at the Kirby Institute, Professor Rainer McIntyre. Good morning to you, Rainer. How concerning are these mystery cases and do they mean Greater Sydney should have tougher restrictions now? It's always concerning when there's cases that are unlinked and we don't know where they got it from or how they got it, and especially when they are outside of the Northern Beaches area. Um, however, the, the total numbers are still going in the right direction. You know, um, they're going down, which is good. It, it suggests that the targeted lockdown of the Northern Beaches area was successful. Um, I note that um, the Premier was talking about January the 3rd, which is... Uh, two weeks from Christmas Day, so one incubation period from Christmas Day. I think really we need to be watching for the first two weeks of January, one incubation period from New Year's Eve. That's the real danger period. Once we've got through that, um, we can rest a bit easier. And say people are watching this morning who went to get an early test, do you recommend they should go back and be tested again now, given that period? Um, it depends on the reason for getting a test. If you were in contact with someone or in a venue that was highlighted as potentially a place where you might have had contact, um, then, yes, the timing of a test makes a difference. Um, if you're very early in the incubation, the test would be negative and it only would become positive about six to maybe 14 days after um, that particular event. Queensland has reported Australia's first case of this more contagious South African strain of the virus detected in a return traveller who is in hotel quarantine. It's not the first time the virus has mutated, but what do these different virus strains tell us? And most importantly, is the vaccine still effective? Um, at this stage, the vaccine does seem to be uh, still effective. However, the, this strain, as well as the strain that's arisen in the UK, seem to be more transmissible, so more infectious. Um, and that's a concern. It's also a reason to not be complacent about vaccination in Australia and to speed things up a bit. I think, you know, we've got to think about outbreaks uh, like the one we're having right now, as well as the 
um, safety of healthcare workers who have to deal with this at the front line. Um, at the very least, we should be speeding up the vaccination of our healthcare workers. Um, but I think the sooner we can get people vaccinated, um, the sooner the um, we can be a little bit safer. In terms of the vaccines, the mRNA vaccines, which is like the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, can be pivoted more rapidly to um, for a strain that is a vaccine escape strain. So if a mutant strain emerges that the vaccine is not effective against, um, those are the vaccines that can be changed most rapidly to um, match that new strain. And that vaccine rollout still on track for March. Thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure. Now, there is light at the end of the tunnel for struggling businesses on Sydney's northern beaches with the New South Wales Premier signalling relief measures are coming. Joining me now is Liberal MP and member for Manly, James Griffin. James, good morning to you. What kind of assistance would be most helpful to those businesses in your electorate? Oh, Brett's good morning. And what I'm really hopeful to see from state government is some really, really targeted assistance that will um, reflect the complexity of the situation that we've got here in Manly and across the Northern Beaches. And what I'm seeing on the ground and having spoken to a number of local businesses for the past couple of days is that ordinarily um, these three weeks or so would be delivering them um, trade and revenue worth about three months to help them get through the more difficult times of year um, during winter. So what, what we really need is some urgent assistance um, that's going to be able to support a variety of different industries. So we've got a great hospitality and dining industry here in Manly, normally welcoming tourists from across New South Wales and indeed the world. Um, we haven't had that this year and uh, the, cl the cluster here on the northern beaches has compounded those challenges. So the support's going to need to be uh, pretty targeted to allow um, the businesses to, to get back on their feet as quick as possible. Yeah, they're missing out on their golden time of the year, aren't they? Now, the Premier said yesterday that the threat in Greater Sydney is becoming equal to the northern beaches. Do you think that means your area should have fewer restrictions or does that mean the rest of Sydney should have more? Look, I think the, uh, the, the golden key here is really for people to get testing, get tested. We, um, we stood up and did the right thing here on the Northern Beaches, um, record numbers of people getting tested when we were asked to. And it's been pretty clear that that is the best way to, to, to mitigate, or one of the best ways to mitigate um, the spread of COVID is to simply go out there and get tested if you've got the symptoms or indeed have been at a venue that's uh, been listed by New South Wales Health. So I think the most pragmatic and sensible thing um, we can do and continue to do on the Northern Beaches and indeed arrest, across the rest of New South Wales and Sydney is to keep getting tested. And we're really hopeful that that will allow us to see some light at the end of the tunnel um, on January 2. Uh, the local businesses here are preparing and planning um, in hope that on January 2 we're going to have some restrictions eased and we really hope that that will allow people to get back out and enjoy um, the, the businesses that we've got on Northern Beaches. And I might add that it's not just the hospitality industry that's struggling and that's finding it uh, challenging right now, it's um, the beauty and hair industry, um, you know, the, the Pilates um, Sculpt Barre, for example, who are up at one end of Manly, put a great deal of money and investment into coming down into Manly CBD, and they've had to shut their doors. Um, likewise, for some wonderful venues in Freshwater Village who have done a great job at getting a fit out of a new shop, um, after the, the, the recent challenge of COVID this year, and now they're empty. So we're hoping on January 2nd, when the restrictions are eased, um, that people will be able to get back out there and uh, support their local businesses. Yeah, and James, we are all looking forward to coming back when the time's right. Thanks very much for that. Here's Eddie.
Thanks, Perez. Health authorities are concerned Sydney's outbreak may be spreading undetected after a case was confirmed in Wollongong, a 90-minute drive south of the city. The person had travelled to the Sydney CBD where more hotspots have now surfaced. There are now several hotspots in Wollongong where the infected person visited. Anyone who attended the St Nectarius Greek Orthodox Church and the Holy Cross Greek Orthodox Church on Sunday or Wollongong Central last Wednesday must get tested immediately and self-isolate. The Wollongong City Council has since cancelled its New Year's Eve light show. And joining me now is the Lord Mayor of Wollongong, Councillor Gordon Bradbury. Thank you for your time, Gordon. What's been the reaction there to residents to this new case? I think it's just like everywhere else. It's very concerning. Uh, this individual appears to have had some connections with the Northern Beaches, could travel back here around about the 19th. So there's been a period in which they've been roaming around this community. Um, more specifically at those shopping centres that you already identified. And uh, so uh, now we've set up uh, four and possibly five testing stations here around Fig Tree, Wollongong uh, CBD and Balgani. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're on, the, on, on the case now with New South Wales Health and Council will support uh, them in any way possible to, uh, to bring this situation under control. Big tourism time for Wollongong and the South Coast. How has it impacted local plans for New Year's Eve? And what's your advice to visitors coming to the area over the coming weeks? Well, for a start, the weather isn't exactly uh, beach weather at present. I don't know what it's like where you are, but in Wollongong it's overcast and, uh, and looks like it's going to rain and it's going to be that way right up to uh, New Year. So, uh, yeah, at the present, we're having a bit of a reprieve from the massive numbers of people who have been utilising our tourism assets and further south, uh, down the south coast. But at the same, uh, I would suggest people, uh, as the advice goes, do not undertake any unnecessary travel uh, and, uh, and stay at home as much as possible and be on guard or alert all those health signs that indicate that there might be something wrong and get tested appropriately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think everyone has to do their bit and the citizens and the residents of Wollongong will do likewise. Yeah, I think the weather is conspiring to keep us all inside. Gordon Bradbury, Indeed. thank you for your yeah. time this morning. Here's Barretts. Now, Sydney siders have been given a stern warning ahead of New Year's Eve. Break the rules and you will be fined. Police will be out in force and only those carrying a permit will be allowed in the CBD. Joining me now is Assistant Commissioner Mick Willing. Mick, good morning to you. Sydney New Year's Eve will look very different this year. What should people expect? What do they need to know? Uh, well, first and foremost, we've been planning this operation for some time. We've approached the New Year's Eve operation like we normally would every New Year's Eve. So we'll have large numbers of uniform and specialist police out and about across the metropolitan area to deal with anything that arises. Obviously the Sydney CBD will look different from what it has in previous years. Um, we're asking people do not come into the city unless you have a New Year's Eve pass, but we'll have resources on the ground that we can move around to deal with anything that comes up. Um, by and large, you know, people have been uh, abiding by the health orders. We want to see that continue. We want to make sure that uh, we get through New Year's Eve in the safest possible way we can. Mm. And there are always exceptions. Police, we've seen on the news this week, have fined people over large parties, even a wedding. Yeah. Are you becoming a bit frustrated that, that not everyone's doing the right thing and following the rules? 
Oh, look, it's disappointing to see those examples, and that's the sorts of behaviour that we don't want to see again. But by and large, people have been abiding by the, uh, the health orders, and the community at large needs to be congratulated for the sacrifices that they've made at this point. But um, sadly, we do see exceptions to the rule, and um, when we're notified, we do take action, and you've seen that in the last few days. And the, the Northern Beaches is normally pretty busy at, at this time of the year, particularly New Year's Eve. Yeah. Do you send more police up there? Will be larger volume up in the Northern Beaches? We've been conducting an operation on the Northern Beaches for, for a number of days now, uh, led by the Northern Beaches Police Area Command. Um, there will be resources that, uh, that are added to that over the course of the New Year's Eve operation from tomorrow night onwards. Uh, so you'll see large numbers of police out and about, um, but again, by and large, the, the Northern Beaches community have been very good and very compliant with the current health orders under very difficult circumstances. So um, this is a case of us uh, working together with the community to make sure that uh, the current period passes as safely as it possibly can. Yeah, an extra busy time for you and your people. We wish you all the best, Mick. Yeah. Thanks very much. Now, hundreds of temporary visa holders are at risk of being deported for disobeying public health orders. It comes after shocking scenes of a mass backpacker party at a Sydney beach over Christmas. In the lead up to New Year's Eve celebrations, the federal government is putting a firm foot down, threatening to cancel or revoke visas of those caught breaching COVID restrictions. And joining us now is the newly appointed Immigration Minister, Alex Hawke. Good morning to you, Minister. These pictures made so many people very angry after Christmas, around those 300 backpackers caught partying on Bronte on Christmas Day. How do you identify them? And if you do, will they be deported? Yeah, well, good morning, guys, and you're absolutely right. Uh, people across Sydney and Australia were shocked by these images, especially so long into this pandemic, after all the work that Australians have been doing uh, so well together. So federally, we do work with our state counterparts. We work with state agencies, and I've asked the Department of Home Affairs to work closely with New South Wales agencies and officials to identify anybody who has been causing trouble or disobeying public health orders who's a temporary visa holder uh, we will cancel their visa or we will take action against those people this far into the pandemic. There's no excuse at this point. Uh, Australians are tired of it and people want to make sure that everyone's doing the right things. Yeah. We've seen Australians fined uh, just this week for doing the wrong thing. So temporary visa holders who are mostly doing the right thing, but those that do the wrong thing will certainly have consequences. Mm. You do feel for the police and ambos who have to put themselves in the middle of that to try and sort it out. Mm. Political leaders, including Jeff Kennett and Peter Biddy, are calling for a royal commission into the nation's response to the COVID pandemic. Uh, Minister, do you support that? Well, look, there's no doubt Australia's done uh, better than most jurisdictions around the world. And there'll be a lot of things to learn after this. Uh, we're in the middle of it now. Uh, we're working very hard, and I can tell you from the federal government's perspective, National Cabinet, all our public service agencies, all of our departments, they've been working extra hard this year, around the clock, uh, in some cases. In many cases, they've been uh, not on a break for the whole year. And uh, there'll be lessons to be learnt following the pandemic, but for now, we've got to get through it, and we aren't through it yet. So we'll keep going. Uh, we'll keep co cooperating closely with the states and other jurisdictions. And look, afterwards, I think there'll be plenty of time to have a look at what has worked and what hasn't worked, and we're open-minded about what way that might be done. 
It's hard to believe, Minister, that a year into this, there are still Australians waiting overseas to come home. We were speaking on Weekend Sunrise to a couple who have just returned or in hotel quarantine in Perth, criticising the Australian government because there's no orderly queue for people to join, unlike New Zealand, where people can say, right, I want to come home, I want to come home now, and can get help from the federal government to do so. I know more than 500 Australians were recently repatriated to the NT from Europe and India. Is there a capacity to bring more stranded Aussies home, perhaps to the Northern Territory in 2021? Yeah, well, the government's been working on this uh, very hard. It's been a difficult year during the pandemic with many airlines closed, flights cancelled, uh, nations shutting their borders on very short notice. And look, we have had hundreds of thousands of Australians return home since the beginning of the pandemic. And look, each month at the moment, we see more Australians making the decision to come back to Australia because of the good position we're in. The government's working very hard, uh, as fast as we can bring people in under the current arrangements. We've got more Australians who are seeking to come home every week and every month, and we welcome that. And we'll work very closely through the Department of Foreign Affairs with all of our posts, with people around the world, to get them back as fast as we're able to. And hopefully without those huge uh, airline prices as well. Uh, Immigration Minister Alex Hawke, thank you for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, the New South Wales Premier has warned all of Sydney to be on high alert after three mystery COVID-19 cases were identified outside of the Northern Beaches cluster. New health alerts have been issued for venues in Wollongong, Fig Tree and Mona Vale on the Northern Beaches. And authorities are calling for increased testing numbers so that no new clusters are missed. And joining us now is Northern Beaches MP and Minister for Planning and Public Spaces, Rob Stokes. Good morning to you, Minister. Thanks for your time today. How confident are you that Thanks, the latest Eddie. outbreak is under control? Because, you know, lots of people on the Northern Beaches have sustained a pretty miserable Christmas period, haven't they? Yeah, look, Eddie, uh, yeah, people up here have gone from fear to, to resolution to get on top of this thing, and now people are starting to get pretty angry. Uh, people are feeling resentful that they're locked down. Uh, they're seeing more cases emerge elsewhere. Uh, but we've got to deal with the fact that ultimately uh, the vast majority of, uh, of the cases are on the northern beaches, and even those uh, focused, focused up my end, up the Pitwater end of the beaches. Uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a terrible situation, but one we're going to have to endure. Yeah. Uh, Rob, every health expert we've spoken to on the show this morning has recommended mandatory masks for Sydney during this outbreak. Is that something at this point we should maybe have a, a serious look at? Well, Brits, what, what we're seeing up here is, uh, is everyone's got a mask. Uh, I'm, I'm not wearing one right at the moment because I'm obviously on air, sure. but uh, when, 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 everyone, yeah, when everyone's out and about in the shops, everybody is wearing a mask. Uh, and so, you know, the lived experience of a lockdown uh, is that people will do the right thing uh, because people know that the only way out of this is to follow the rules. And, uh, and I can say a lot of local businesses are now in, you know, this has been apocalyptic. Uh, its impact on business up here in the Pitwater end. Uh, these are tourist areas of, of Sydney. Uh, they rely 
on, uh, on the trade during December, January, and, and it's all gone. The Premier has hinted there are some relief measures on the way for businesses in the northern beaches, which is some good news. We now have New Year's to come. We also have the Boxing Day test happening in Sydney. I know that people on the northern beaches are doing the right thing and wearing masks, but do you think that we should have a, a wider mandate across the state and perhaps see people even at the SCG wearing masks for that test? Uh, Eddie, my, my message to everyone going to the test, wear a mask. You know, if for no other reason, remember, the, the poor people in lockdown up in the northern beaches, we are all doing the right thing. The la you know, the, 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 the last thing uh, you, can, you can do is to, to, to ignore the rules uh, that we're all following to make sure that everyone else has the opportunity to enjoy some, some freedoms. You know, people in a suburb like Eleonora, for example, where there are no cases, are under a strict lockdown, whereas uh, we've got you know, the cricket happening in Paddington and Willara where there are 12 cases. Uh, so you know, the last thing that people should be doing is ignoring the rules. Mm. And Rob, for everyone in this part of the world, it was good news about the test coming to the SCG as scheduled. Uh, what's your reaction to that? The right call made? Look, uh, again, it's, you know, it's, it's a hugely bitter pill. And uh, one of my jobs is to really get across to, to, to all your viewers is, is how upset people are up this way. Um, people feel, you know, every t t scene of a, of, a, of a breach on Bronte, for example, is a kick in the guts uh, to local people up here. Uh, it's bittersweet having the cricket. Of course, we all love the cricket and love watching it. Uh, but again, you've got people just a few kilometres to the north who are in a strict lockdown uh, while others are able to enjoy themselves going to the cricket. And uh, we don't want to deprive that from people, but equally, people are feeling pretty upset about it. Yeah, it's going to be pretty hard to watch if you're stuck in the northern part of the northern beaches and watching tens yeah. of thousands of people gather at the SCG for that New Year's test. Uh, Rob Stokes, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Brett.